0: Hi, I'm Princess Rara, and I'm Dara, the Electro khaleesi and this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying Pink Kinksters. Thank you, Jay Witcherman, Brianna Lynn, Daddy J, Fabe, Embers, Blossom. William P. Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N. and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Goodgirl, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Kaze, Clockwork Dork, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Naughty and Nice, Butte Payne, Northern Sir, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B. Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb,
1: Robert, Ruby R, Christopher, Kilted Sir, Sam, Firegood and his good boy Grant, May Cry Devil, Ruby Riot, J-Swiz, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, Blown Deuce, The Wombat, Impact Hazard, Twitch, Lioness X, Sinful, Mrs. and Mr. Hart, J-21, Christina, Daisy If You Do, Princess Katharina and Katharina's Thrall, and Harley Chick.
0: Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons.
1: As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and
0: on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Yeah, so Dar, Dar not every idea needs to be uh, utilized. Just saying. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, Dar's Dar's feelings are a little hurt because she thought she had this really clever way to get this episode started. And I just looked at her. I gave yeah, her no. the look. No.
1: So you know what? You're on your own.
0: Which would make today different from all other days.
1: I will, Ow. I will not even make funny remarks and comment and remind you of
0: stories today. You are on your own. Challenge accepted. It's not happening. I can't keep <laughs> my mouth shut that long. Oh, I'm, I have no doubt that I can get you to say something because I will say something in one of my stories that you will just the the commentary will be bursting forth from you it's not hard to get me to say something <laughs> worse for you oh it's impossible for me but it's not hard no i forgot my water <laughs> you are not
1: doing well you you forgot your mouse i forgot my mouse your i forgot water? my coffee i forgot my water
0: what the fuck i have hand warmers <laughs> I remembered hand warmers. This is what happens when you drink the night before recording. Well,
1: you know what? I had to get my mom drunk. It was super funny. Okay, why? Because it was super funny. Oh, just for funny sake? Yeah. Well, I happened to have eggnog and like, and she said, oh my God, you have eggnog? (gasps) We have to have eggnog. I was like, Ma, I got vanilla brandy to go with it. And she goes, oh my God. Oh, that does sound good. It was fantastic. We were just downing these things without tasting the
0: brandy. (laughs) So now I'm hungover. See, this is where you start where it's like 75% eggnog and 25% brandy. I did. And, and then, then I started putting shots in it. And then it's 50 I started putting <laughs> <The> shots <laughs> of brandy into the eggnog.
1: I swear to God. And then I didn't know that you were supposed to put nutmeg in it. Yeah, you can. I don't think you have to. Well, she was insistent that you had to. And then she, she starts drinking it. and She goes, oh, this,
0: this is eggnog. And I'm like, this is gross because I'm not actually that big a fan of of nutmeg. Nutmeg works great in your pumpkin pie. I don't know what else you would ever use nutmeg for. Uh, believe it or not, Alfredo sauce. I don't
1: believe it. I've, I've done it. It actually is the the magic ingredient for Alfredo sauce.
0: Ooh, the magic ingredient. It, I, make,
1: I make magic ingredient Alfredo sauce. You ever try it out of the jar? It's vomitous. It is absolutely disgusting. You make that shit from scratch. You put a little sprinkle of nutmeg on it. It's like chef's kiss. Can't say I've
0: ever had it from scratch.
1: I mean, sure, I have at restaurants. Okay, next time you come over, I'll make it for you. But not at my house. I will make you some Alfredo. Okay. It'll be delicious. I like it. I consent to you coming over (laughs) and eating my food.
0: Okay. That didn't work either. No, it didn't, but it's a nice try.
1: I did try. I know.
0: This particular episode has been a much, much, much requested episode. Oh, so much. And kind of held off doing it for a while because there was a lot of research involved in this. And it was very difficult research to do because most of the research sends you the wrong information, which is why this is such a critical episode. That's what you were talking about. Yes. Oh, I couldn't figure out... Not so much talking, as complaining a lot. We are talking today about consensual non-consent. Which is such a contradiction of terms in the first place. People are very confused. We're lovingly referred to as CNC. Much easier. Much easier. Now, the problem with trying to do research about CNC is when you Google it, because, you know, Google is everything. That's... That's the basis of research is yeah. Google. You Google, you're going to find dozens and dozens of articles that basically say things like CNC is just an alternate term for rape play. Nope. No. Okay. Right? CNC is extreme BDSM edge play in which participants agree to sex that is aggressively forced sex. It can be, but that's not what all of it is about. Right. And that it is all about forced sex, emulated rape, non-consensual sex role play. Yeah, it's the role play. You've part heard it. I mean, you here. might have heard it referred to as ravishment play.
1: That sounds very like
0: romance novel up in the highlands with the, you know. No, usually it's pirates. The highlands, the highland heroes tend not to do the ravishment play because they're usually so fucking hot and so good in bed that the women just sort of
1: melt. I think that Jamie ravishes Claire quite a few times in Outlander. Thank you. Does she tell him no? No. Is that what ravishing means? I thought it was just like a lot of bitey bitey and. No, 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 no. Oh. No. You know who did a lot of ravishing in that case? That would have been Vikings, right? Vikings ravish, pirates, a lot of pirate stuff ravishing. That's some straight up romance novel shit. Yeah, I read that. Uh Uh-huh, I bet you have.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I might have been reading them long before I ever discovered kink, but we'll we'll get into stuff like that. Uh Uh-huh, I think that was your little precursor. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, so let's clear the air right now. Despite what you have probably heard, despite what the internet is trying to tell you, C and C is not. Let me repeat this loudly. Not synonymous with rape play. Al, sorry,
1: you're I in a microphone
0: sure. and I'm wearing headphones. I just wanted to make sure that everybody understood how seriously I mean this. Serious, sure. Siris.
1: Um, yeah. So, um, I'm confused. You mean the internet was wrong? Yep.
0: Holy shit right? That's impossible. It is totally impossible. Well, so basically what CNC is, it's an umbrella term that refers to any type of BDSM play or relationship dynamic in which ignoring the use of the word no or stop is part of the consensually negotiated play. I noticed you skipped a word there. Well, I'm not big on role play because it's more
1: than just role play. Right. right. Which is one of the things that I hope uh, we get to talk about because up here where it said that it was uh, negotiated role play and reenactment, I was like, yeah, not not a lot. Not a whole lot of the time. Right. Um, So, like, how did the uh, all the misrepresentation bullshit get
0: started there? Yeah. Well, this is good. So, I want to give credit where credit is due. And all of this great information I got from the amazing Sunny Megatron. Love her. Who is a sexuality and kink educator, television host, award-winning podcast host, certified sex educator, and so much more. She did a whole bunch of research into this, did a part of one of her uh, podcasts, American Sex Podcast. If you don't listen, you should. Oh, it's a really great podcast, guys. Like totally listen. So I just want to give her credit because I just stole this research from her because she's, she's amazing. Well, why reinvent the wheel? Well, thank you. That was my point. So <laughs> she really looked into this and she has a theory, right? There was an article from Psychology Today titled Consensual Non-Consent, Exploring Sexual Boundaries. Okay. And then the subtitle is Giving Up the Ability to Use a Safe Word in Kinky Encounters. Now, number but, 1, right? Psychology Today. You're thinking that's an amazing publication,
1: right? Right? I mean, it feels like that should have a lot of research, it's got a lot of credentials, it's
0: scholarly. Well, according to to Sunny, a lot of sex educators have a real problem with Psychology Today. It's not quite the high-level, well-researched publication you think it is. Oh. Now that's, I don't know this because I don't look into this stuff, but this is what somebody's saying. But this article in particular, right, it was written by a well-respected author, but somebody who's not necessarily in the kink lifestyle. And that headline was most likely actually written by an, an editor, not even the author of the article, but by an editor mm. who didn't understand kink.
1: There was um there was an article that I read once of a woman who was getting her PhD in I I'm not sure but it was it was psychology um and I don't know what specialty she was going for but the what she started doing for research she was not in the lifestyle but she became a professional dominatrix in order to experience it and get entrenched. She would go to like furry conventions and really like get
0: into the lifestyle. The nitty-gritty of it all. Uh, Oh
1: yeah. I mean she would interview people that were in it. She would like do the things. Um yeah, so like that's the kind of shit that I
0: want to see. Right? That's the people we want to hear from. Yeah. Because they have a better understanding. Well this particular article was written from a very clinical standpoint and they specifically were talking about rape play and studies about people having fantasies about rape play. So the article sounded really legitimate, right? And like they know what they're talking about. They've right. got scientific studies to back all this information up. But the problem was is it was all written about just rape play, which is a very very small portion of what right. CNC actually is. So when people started to as I did, Google C&C, they're getting all this information that it's rape play. And that's where it all started. And then it just continued. So it kind of snowballed into a whole yeah.
1: bunch of misinformation. Right? Snowmen? Yeah. Do you want to build a snowman? No, I'd rather take the snowman apart in this case.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't. Give me that line and not think I'm going to take it. I'm well, pretty proud I didn't st- I didn't sing it. I just said it. I think you should have. You want me to sing it? Yeah. Do you want to build a snowman? Come on, let's go and play. Ooh, play is an operative. I right never there. see you anymore. Come out the door. Right, isn't that what they're... Yeah. It's like you've gone away. We, we used, used to be, be best buddies. buddies and now, now we're not. I wish you, you... would tell me why. Do you want to build a snowman? It doesn't doesn't have have to to be a snowman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) bye. Go away.
1: (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) God, we're stupid sometimes i bet you 10 bucks right now that everybody listening was singing along with us. and yelling at us when we forgot the words and we're like wait was that the line wait i can't but they think. all
0: probably did the same thing we did which was like lean in really close so that you muffled it when you, you said because <laughs> she's in the keel you
1: have to imitate it yes of course god people who don't I- actually like if you're standing in the shower singing a Disney song and you don't actually like wave your arms with the gestures that the Disney
0: character was actually doing. Then are you really singing a Disney song? You're doing song? it wrong. <laughs> fight me. Not you. Everybody who's oh, saying. Who, I putting, no, I don't I was, want to fight you. I was you. putting him up. I don't know how to fight. It's really pathetic. I can't even make a fist because my nails are too long. I could just kick you. Ouch. I didn't actually kick you though. I know, but I was thinking about it because you have in the past. Yes, I have. Yes. <laughs> Yes. All right. So since we have now firmly established that C&C is so much more than just rape right play, exactly what is it? Well, it's basically any scene, role play, or even within a dynamic, where saying no and being disregarded is just part of the experience. It could be something as simple as daddy telling you that you need to eat your carrots. And you go, no, no I don't want to. Isn't that bratting? Have you ever met a child that isn't a brat? No. Exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> I just had this conversation with somebody the other day who there's nothing they hate more than being told they're being bratty. And her her thing is, no, I just have opinions and maybe I'm sassy. Oh, she has opinions? Yeah. Everybody, we, first of all, she's a, she identifies as a little, yeah. right? Well, she says she has little tendencies. She identifies as a baby girl and she's got little tendencies. And it is just, and I wrote, I wrote to her saying, I think every little, like having that bratty attitude is just part of being a little. It's sassy. That's, trust me. I've worked with kids and they're all brats at some point or another. They never stop. Nope. I'm still a brat right? to my mom. That's why I got her drunk. Exactly. C and C could be forced orgasms. <laughs> right? Because after a while it starts to hurt. I've never done a forced orgasm scene, but I can only assume. Really? Yeah, it actually does. Right? And so you're probably saying, no, no more, I can't, whatever. And your, your dominant or, or top is looking at you like, yeah, you can That's what the force part That's is. That's a CNC. They've totally ignored yes. your no, right? Absolutely. Anytime a brat says no or make me. And the person dom, does. Yeah, right? Maybe, maybe you've got a, a workout dom who says, you have to go to the gym to work at. And you're like, I don't want to. And they're like, I don't care. You're going to. <laughs> right, All of that
1: I want them to do it in that particular accent Right Okay I think that'd be funny That'd make you laugh but would you go work out then? Uh, No I'd have to be carried kicking and stream- screaming to go work out C and C right there oh, Okay okay
0: Okay 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 okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay My god she's already safe wording About not working out Just talking about it yeah. That's how badly she does not want to work out Exactly <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's the worst. <laughs> really? You think that's the worst thing that could happen to you is being forced to work out? Yes, it's bullshit. Ow. Wow, you feel strongly about I this. Don't like it. <laughs> I'll do it anyway, but I don't like it. <sighs> I do. I actually like it when I finally can get my ass doing it. <laughs> it's just a matter of getting my ass doing it.
1: Okay, well that's true. Once I'm actually like biking. I do like biking. I like my stationary bike. like biking. I do. I like my stationary bike because then I can watch something
0: on it and like. I All right, just- here's an important part. When you were a kid, were the seats on your bicycle banana seats or the the, the kind that they have today with the pointy, the, the like the triangular pointy thing? Yes. See, that's the problem. For those of us who grew up with banana seats. They're so much more comfortable than the stupid pointy triangular things they have now.
1: Yeah. So I, back in the eighties, I had the banana seat Mm -hmm. and it was like really, really big seat and everything. But then the next bike I got, like my big girl bike was the smaller one and I made them change the damn seat and give me like a super squishy one because that shit hurt.
0: My ass got bigger and the bicycle seat got smaller. I'm not okay with this. No, I had bruises. From that fucking seat. C&C.
1: That stupid bike had C&C scene with me. <laughs> I did not consent to having bruises on my
0: ass. All right. So why do people seem so incredibly stuck on this idea that C&C equals rape play? Well, first of all, forced sex fantasies are incredibly popular amongst people of all genders. Do you have ravishment for sex fantasies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Subway. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, seriously, I've been reading romance novels since I was 13, which if you do the math is like almost 45 years. I
1: remember uh, reading a Sweet Valley High book mm-hmm. when I was, I don't know, 12. It was in the library or something. And there was a scene where she was on a date and this guy touched her boob and she like freaked out and everything. And I was like.
0: Huh. Huh. Do you know some of the most popular romance book tropes are what we call not just even C and C, but dubious consent, dub, uh, dub con. <laughs> Okay. Yep. Hey. Everything. Anything you can say, yeah, you can anything make sure you can shorten. Right? You're going to. So in, in a in a dub con book, right? A lot of times, the man kidnaps the woman, mm-hmm. and the reason it's dubious consent is because she really doesn't consent to having sex, but the sex is really good. <laughs> Which is not
1: a thing that happens. No, it's not. This is, this is all fantasy based, by the way, guys. Like those kinds of things, that doesn't happen. Yeah.
0: I mean, no means no. And if I don't give you consent, I don't give you consent.
1: This is what, this is what uh, politicians base their knowledge of rape on. Is these stupid fucking fantasy novels? Yeah.
0: So no, right? But it, so, you know, that's where a lot of these fantasies come in too. It's like, I'm saying no, but then you come in and you just love me so good that I'm like, all right, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of those dubious consent. are. Do you know,
1: uh, what's that C? Okay, so I took a, um, I actually took a class in college on like, I don't know, it was like history movies something. hmm And um, in Gone with the Wind. Mm -hmm. there's a scene where he, uh, where, oh my God, I just lost his name. Rhett. Rhett Butler, yeah. Rhett takes his wife, takes Scarlett, throws her over his shoulder, goes up to the room, and basically like rapes her. Right? And then the next morning, she's getting breakfast in bed, and she's like, oh, it's such
0: a good night.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: No. uh, no. Dubious consent. Right there's your dubious consent, your ravishment fantasies. They've been around a very, very long time. Yep. I mean- it's, it's ridiculous. The, an actual study by Dr. Justin Lee Miller, he surveyed 4,000 Americans about their sexual fantasies. You ready? 61% of women, 54% of men, and 68% of non-binary people had fantasized about being made to have sex against their will. I believe it. All right? I 100% believe that. So it's, it's no wonder that these fantasies come out to play within BDSM, in consensual, controlled and safe manners. And it's also why the, this whole discussion about CNC and ray play has gone fully mainstream. The demand for this kind of content is h- clearly high, and reassuring people that there's nothing wrong with you that you have these fantasies. It's common and normal.
1: I mean, how many shrinks would actually say that? If you go to therapy and this comes up, how many therapists would actually say that that's okay, that's common, that's normal? They
0: should, if they know what they're talking about, because as I the studies are there proving it. But I'm I'm actually genuinely curious. I think a large amount would. Because I, I think to say that your fantasies are wrong is not very good therapy.
1: Probably not. But, I don't know, I feel like that would be like a recent thing that they would say that to you. Maybe not in well, the. Oh, no, it's
0: never come up in my many ago. attempts at therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that's not something you feel comfortable bringing up in therapy? No, I was there for mother issues. Uh, <laughs> so, mother issues, ravishment, they like that's wrong not, conversations. No. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Now, but the downside to this popularity is that. CNC's be- the the information around it's become absolutely distorted, and so, 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 yeah, easy for me to say, right? Right, sensationalized to such a degree that so much harmful misinformation is being published by popular outlets. I mean, I was doing the research, and now the first article that, at least in my Google search, came up was from Cosmo. Oh, God. And then the, Definitely second, not right? scholarly. the second one was from Vice. Oh, God. And both of them immediately, if like you read into it, they talk about C&C, otherwise known as rape play. Like literally 98% of the articles that popped up said C&C, otherwise known as rape play.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of misinformation, right? A lot of them also talked about giving up safe word. No, but that's also hugely mis. We just had that conversation the other day. That pisses me off. Like, that's, that's actually I riling tell me you up you right
0: now. That when I first learned about CNC, that was my understanding. You give up a safe word. That was never, ever my understanding because that is the only thing that stops it. I've since learned, but yeah, that's, that's how I was first taught about CNC. Well, a lot of people, well, who taught you, first of all? No, I don't think it was him because he wasn't into Voldemort okay. wasn't into CNC.
1: Yeah, no, that actually really, really gets me. And we've had this conversation with people like mm-hmm. pretty recently that that's not how that works. And I, again, fight me. Fight me on that. If that is, you have to have some way of stopping it. If it becomes too much and it really becomes a problem, and that there has to be a way to stop
0: it. Yeah. If you don't have the ability to stop something then it ceases to be consensual because guess what? You are allowed to revoke consent anytime, any place, any reason. No matter what. And if they have taken away your right to revoke consent, we are no longer talking about BDSM. We're talking about coercion, abuse and or assault. This is actually a very popular
1: thread on Reddit. Like at least once a month there's something in one of the BDSM or sex uh subreddits talking about how, you know, my boyfriend or whoever is into CNC and this is what it is, but I don't like it. And he made me do this and I really didn't like it. But he said that I can't get out of it because I agreed. Um, That's when I start well eye
0: twitching. And that's the problem because you have all these articles talking about it being rape play and having no safe word you're now putting people in harm's way. No, then it becomes actual rape, right? And you even run into some kink content creators. I've seen them all over social media who amplify this misinformation and they teach others about the fact that it's okay to not have a safe word. That's part of it. Oh my God, I hate that. Hate it. And now, and now you're going in a circular thing because so content creator A says it. So now content creator B goes, A said it. So yeah, I'm agreeing with it. And now C does the same thing. And you just start this whole train of everybody with the wrong information. And so we are here to put a stop to it. That's Rara's favorite thing in the whole world is to put a stop to misinformation. Yes. We are putting an, this is where the buck stops. (laughs) Right here. (laughs) Sorry. Do I need another soapbox? Uh, Probably. Yeah, well, that way I can also see over everybody's head, too. Okay, so. here, let me, uh, let me get you one. Thank you. Okay, now that I'm up on my soapbox, I feel much better. All right? So, now that we are crystal clear, right, that rape play is only one type of CNC and not all CNC is rape play, let's talk about things that do fall into CNC and some things that you can incorporate.
1: Can you, can you say that part one more time, though? Because I really think people need to hear that. The okay. part about not all.
0: Okay. Rape play is only one type of C&C. And not all C&C is rape play. Thank you. I just wanted to make that really, really clear. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I even tied as part of my research lo- looking at a couple of other podcasts. Because I do listen to other podcasts. And each and every fucking one. Said, see and see, also known as rape play. Yeah, I, I that bugs me a lot. <laughs> yeah, I tried reaching out to one of the podcasts to say you're wrong. They, they haven't answered me back. They yet. ignored you. Oh yeah. Is it the same one oh, that yeah. we
1: constantly? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. The one that we listened to and we're like, yeah, that's wrong. Yep. That's not right. And then we
0: pointed out. Yep. They're getting really irritated at us. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. They're irritating me. It's all good. <laughs> All right, so anyway, so let's talk about some of the c c scenarios. Kidnapping. I like that one. I want to be kidnapped. Oh, you do? I actually do. I
1: was talking about it with Daddy Jay the other day. Uh-huh. Like, literally last week. He said, uh, I don't remember how we got on this topic, but he looks at me and goes, you want to be kidnapped, don't you? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do, actually.
0: That is a very popular thing at some king conventions. Mm-hmm. At summer camp. You can sign up for kidnapping scenes. And people set it all up. But you know what's really crazy? Ready for this? Ready what, for this? What what? As part of it, do you know what they do? What? They ask you for your hard limits. And what? they make sure that they stay within your hard limits. Like,
1: like, for example, putting a bag over your head might be a hard limit, so they don't do
0: that part. Uh-huh. Oh shit. Right? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a, a friend of, of mine, Autumn Huntress, you know her. Uh huh. She was leading. She was the lead person on setting up a kidnapping scene. That was really cool. She and I talked about it. I was fascinated by it. I, I don't think I, I don't, would. I don't want. I think I would be that person that doesn't want the bag over their head. I think I would be the person who would help set it up because, you know, well, organization, which is it's, my kink. It's right? your kink. <laughs> Another one. And I think you talked about wanting to do this type of scene.
1: Interrogation. I do all of these.
0: <laughs> Interrogation scene.
1: Yeah so remember okay so we have a friend who actually did an
0: interrogation scene i want to say it was at a winter fire event i don't think so i think it was a private i I know of uh simple beauty did one and that was at a private event no i'm talking about highland tiger yeah i thought she did it at i think um, it was a more
1: public one
0: thought she did it at oh what what's his name um dungeon s
1: I, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask her because now I need to know. Right. But she, it was set up so that like it was a specific number that she had to guard. Right. And so they were doing all this stuff to her to try to get her to give up the number. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the scene that
0: she peed. Yes, that was a dungeon. Okay, then yeah. Now, the reason interrogation and kidnapping fall under the CNC is because. When you are role-playing all of this and doing this, the odds are you're going to say no and stop at some point. Right. Right? You're being interrogated. They're not doing nice, kind things to you. No. And you're going to say no and stop. And because it's been, what's the word, negotiated. Oh, shit. I forgot about that word. Right? Mm. Because it's been negotiated, they're going to ignore when you say no or stop. Right. Which is why you need a fucking safe word. Right? Hey, and, you want to hear the one that I really want to do?
1: It kind of goes with um, the kidnapping part. Yeah, of course. Because it's, I think it's like a very, very specific kidnapping. It's not like ransom or whatever, and it's not interrogation. It's the one where you're rushing a secret society, and they kidnap you, and they have like the initiation night. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And there's lots of porn on this, and i I will admit I like watching these <laughs> because I have this fetish. This is this is a thing for me. Mm -hmm. And I like watching those because they make the they make them have like gay sex as a part of the initiation. And they're like, they're like, I don't want to do this. But it's like, yeah, they really want to do this.
0: Yeah, those. I actually I was interviewing a male submissive at one point for potentially I was vetting him and Mm -hmm. he was vetting me. And he talked a lot about one of the things that he wanted to do was forced gay sex i had a I had a sub like that too, yeah, that folks is c and c yeah, the minute you use the word forced, you're talking within the c and c umbrella, yeah, uh the um, I think I told you I had a
1: sort of threesome once where I was directing two subs, one was trans and one was male. Mm-hmm. The male had this ongoing fantasy about being forced to suck a dick, and my trans friend, who's like really cute. I was like, okay, yeah, well, she's going to be in town for this weekend, and you happen to be in town for this weekend. Why Ooh. don't we do a thing? He was so excited. Oh, this was like a 10-year fantasy come true for
0: him. Right. I made him suck her dick. There you go. That, that's CNC, folks. Right. Right. Faux blackmail. So you have to do what I tell you, or I'm going to release all these naked pictures to your boss.
1: And it's like the pictures that you took last night or something like that is, a, is another part of the scene. There's a lot of setup to some of these too.
0: Yeah, there really is. Um, if you're into this whole adventure of the role play mm-hmm. and the, the different characters into different scenes, this could require a lot of pre-planning. whole lot. It takes a, it takes a while. Right? Starting with your negotiations with, again, hard limits. You still have to respect hard limits during C&C. Absolutely. Where you, come up with the, where you come up with an actual safe word, be it pineapple, avocado, or onomatopoeia. It, what, yeah, wait. onomatopoeia.
1: I can't yes, believe I remembered.
0: you remembered that. Or even <laughs> hippopotamus or Yeah, that one I would not pick because I'd never remember it. <laughs>
1: said it so many times though in like the last few
0: years it wouldn't be a problem i wouldn't be able to get the whole word out but again you're going okay 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 was actually be a perfect safe word within cnc because and because it's very specific it's not just you're saying okay it's the way you say it repeatedly and your voice gets higher and higher oh you noticed that yeah (laughs) right like that would be a perfect Yeah, it's probably one of the
1: only ones that I actually remember, because remember, that one started because I didn't remember the word red. And that was um, the best part about it is that was not a pre-negotiated safe word. That was him knowing me and like fully understanding, um, that's not normal. That's a different thing. Let me double check. Are you okay? Do you actually want me to stop? Yes. And then we stopped. And then that has become the safe word. Because, God damn, does he like to do forced orgasms. (laughs) Oh, poor baby. Oh, I'm so upset about it. (laughs) That sucks for you. Oh, it's terrible. But, yeah, no, he loves it, and I love it, too. So (laughs) it works out pretty well. But, yeah, that's how that one started. Now, fantasy rape Mm -hmm. is the one that we're like, no, that's not what it is. But it actually is, because it is a big part of it. It's just one part of it. But it absolutely falls within the CNC. It's, It's like one of those, like, all thumbs are fingers, but not all fingers are thumbs kind yes, of situation. Exactly. It's like um th- the umbrella term mm-hmm. is C and C. It's not synonymous with it though. Right. So ding 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 ding. She gets it. I, well, I mean, I've, I knew you I've did. gotten it the whole I time. I know you but, did, but yeah. <laughs> Explaining it to you, pretty people. Um, but fantasy rape is the one that I have the most experience with. Like the um forcing somebody to suck a dick was a form of Rape is a form of rape play. Right. And my one partner a few years ago, um, the horse cock, seven foot one guy. Yeah. Uh, that was his and my shtick. That was our thing. We very quickly realized that we both had experiences, similar experiences that we wanted to try and, I don't know what the word is, like play out again. But in the case of fantasy rape, the reason. It is so important to have that safe word is because it can be triggering. Even if you have the fantasy, it can be massively triggering and you don't want to go so far that you actually break the person. In the end, it's all supposed
0: to be fun. There's also, I think one of the confusing aspects of it is that there are rape victims who have this particular fantasy. I'm standing here raising my hand like you guys can see it, but yeah. And the reason for that is because the fantasy allows them to get their control back, to get their power back, and to handle things the way that they wished they had been able to handle it. For example, with this guy, one of the things that we used to do
1: is rape each other in the ass. We both had that as a thing. That was what we both... So for four months, every week... That's what we did. We would trade off. And at the end of the scene, we would fight back. It would happen anyway, but we fought and we, we changed it around on the other person. That's how, or even if we didn't fight back, that was a few times. But if it was just, you say the safe word and it instantly stops. The relief, the understanding that, yeah, I made it stop. Even if it's just saying one word, I made it stop. I did that. I had the control to do that.
0: And things like this time they listened to me. Yes. This time I was able to stop it. Yes. This time I, I, I changed the course of how this happened. I also want to highly express that there's nothing wrong with you mentally if this is a fantasy of yours. I mean, we talked about the numbers earlier, the percentage of people who have these type of fantasies. There's nothing wrong with that. You are not mentally crazy. And here's the other thing, right? I think more people understand that from the person who has the fantasy of receiving. There still seems to be some stigma about those who have the fantasy of doing. Yeah, because in that, well, see, that's also me.
1: I like both in this case. I'm an absolute switch when it comes to this. And like for a very long time, I thought, what the fuck is wrong with me? How demented am I? I've seen, I have felt, I've experienced this for real. What the fuck is wrong with me? But it's it's a control thing. And I got my control back, but I still have this fantasy to this day. I've still done it. Even after being with Horsecock, I still want to do more of these scenes. Now I don't need to be on the bottom anymore. I would like to, but I I want to do more of the topping for this. But now I have to point out
0: I where
1: is this in here? I know it's ooh, in here somewhere. Ooh.
0: Can I make a suggestion for a scene for you? Yes. And and Daddy J because it, corpor- it incorporates more than one of your kinks. Oh shit. And I actually it was I it was a romance novel I read. Is it a forced doctor scene? No, no, no. Cuz no. that is on my no, list. No, no, no. So, the woman Uh Was married to a much older gentleman, a bad guy, who couldn't get it up anymore. Mm -hmm. But she needed to get pregnant so that they would have an heir to inherit everything. Mm -hmm. So the bad guy had this hunky, young, well-built warrior. They captured him and they tied him down. And she would come every night and and make him have sex with her so that she could... Pretend to have an heir. So she could get pregnant. Right. Okay, So that covers your breeding kink and your...
1: Yeah, but cuckolding, too. Well, he doesn't have the cuckold fetish, so that would work on him. But maybe he could be the captive slave. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could be the captive slave. Oh, he'd probably like that, too, actually. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, Have you... Did you ever watch... uh, What the fuck was that show? Uh, Spartacus with Lucy Lawless? I know of it, but no, I did not watch it. Okay, you'd like it. Fucking porny as as all hell, but they had uh, two slaves. Uh, actually, start masturbating them before they would have sex with each other. Like that was their foreplay. Mm-hmm. Was these slaves were doing things to them right. before? Yeah. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very nice. So yeah.
0: So just just something to maybe incorporate some night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Plus the forced doctor thing. That's also a thing. Um, oh, that that is one of. For me, the force doctor or like the massage happy ending. I don't have a thing with
1: the massage, but weirdly enough, I have no idea why, but I love reading stories of the, okay, this is like, again, a huge combo of fantasies all rolled into
0: one story. Those are the best kind when you can, I, have, they're so when good. You can hit a multiple of things.
1: I don't remember where, it, it's probably on Literotica, but you can like search this stuff up. The one where you're going to a private school for like... wayward Wayward girls you know (laughs) i I know that
0: was the word you're gonna go
1: right (laughs) and it's got like it's run by the you know the very hard-ass woman but it's owned by a psychiatrist or psychologist and it's like you know victorian era bullshit medicine and um you have to have an exam to get in but you don't realize that the curtain is open and there's other students lined up who can see everything And then you realize that they can see and it's like, oh, and this happens all the time. There's like, and then they get thrown into a room for solitary confinement for a while. And then there's still exams. It's like, it's a whole huge thing. I love stories like that.
0: Yeah. I was just reading a book the other day with a knot at the end of the penis. Of course you were. (laughs) It's an omega verse. There's a knot at the end of the penis. I still
1: have to get you those Meredith Gentry. Gentry. I don't know how to pronounce the name books because it. Whew, well, you have a fun time with those. I'm going to get them to you. OK. OK. So go to the next one, because this is probably the only one out of this whole thing that I have a huge fucking problem with. Well, then it wouldn't be your fantasy. No, it's not. But I, I just think it's funny that it's the only one in this entire list that I will well, not. Do you want to talk about it? I hope I'm thinking it's the right one. It's somnophilia. It's the sleeping one. Yes. Yeah. No. No for me um so like I've said before well explain what
0: it is for people about oh, not, it's not sleep, sleep
1: play you're getting done while you're asleep yeah right now you are the one that said well, my that.
0: running joke is do what you need to do just don't wake me up I need my sleep
1: <laughs> but if you need sex go ahead and I can't stand that even if I consented to it I'd probably back out right in the middle of it or like before
0: I can't so I've got when, t- t- when t- be the one who backs out ba-dum, ba-dum. sorry I'll just shut up go
1: <laughs> wow
0: that was bad. <laughs>
1: that was terrible. Um, I, okay, so I've still got trauma from my ex-husband, which is where the whole rape fantasy thing comes in, I guess. Well, actually, no, I had that before him, but it just made it worse uh, or better. I don't like it when my current husband even touches me in his sleep and I'm sleeping. I will instantly wake up and freak out. I hate it. I can't stand it. It's a huge trauma response, but I wake up ready to swing. Okay Because of my first husband I'll remember not to sleep in the same bed with you Right? No it's because of my ex-husband I can't stand it That man would uh, sleepwalk And it was really bad He once punched me in the tit Ouch In his sleep And that's how I woke up not being able to breathe Because he punched me Because in his dream someone was stealing the CDs out of his car Oh wow Uh huh we also woke up one morning and he used to sleep with a like a folding knife next to the bed for like, you know, protection reasons. I have a metal bat under mine. People do things, right? <laughs> but he also used to wear a leather necklace. And one morning we woke up and it was cut. Just laying on the bed, cut. This man took the knife, put it up to his throat in his sleep and cut the, cut the cord from his neck. Okay, this guy had issues Oh, yeah. It's one of the reasons we're divorced. Yeah. But that scared the ever-living shit out of me. So now I'm an incredibly light sleeper who, if anybody moves in my bed, which is great with a husband and two dogs. I was going to say,
0: don't the dogs do it all the time? All the time.
1: I wake up instantly. I no wonder you're cranky all the time. Yeah. I get no sleep. No sleep whatsoever. I love them. They're giant cuddle bugs, all three of them, but they need to stop snoring, but that's a whole nother story. But I can't, that right there would freak me the fuck out. So then that would be a hard
0: no for you.
1: 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's my little trauma dump. But like (laughs) a lot of people really like it. Yeah. I
0: don't get it. I don't get it. For me, it's really a matter of how tired am I. (laughs) Like you really want your sleep and yeah. Yeah. Like if I'm really exhausted, it's like, come on, I'm sleeping. (laughs) But sometimes like, okay, fine. More orgasms for me. But Yay. again,
1: you really, really have to negotiate that beforehand. And you better not fucking do that to anybody who hasn't previously consented to it. Yeah. This, see, now this is one of the
0: interesting things where generational. Well, oh, we've had this fight. Ha, well, it's not a fight. It's just a, difference of, it's just a difference of opinion. Where, as I say often, I'm not saying mine is better. I think in a lot of ways, new generations are doing things better than us old generations. And it's a matter of reprogramming my brain. And this is one of those things where it wouldn't have ever dawned on me to have the discussion with a partner saying, yes, you may, or no, you may not. I would just assume I'm having sex with you. We have a relationship that involves sex. It wouldn't dawn on me to check if it was okay. And to me, that's the equivalent of not
1: asking before you stick it in her ass.
0: Yeah, to me, that's different. No, it's entirely the no, same I, thing. I, I, and again, I'm going to reiterate this before you all send me any hate mail. Not, <laughs> not that anybody has ever sent me hate mail. And I appreciate that. I'll start. Yeah, you, anytime you talk to me, it's hate mail. I, I haven't put a stamp on it yet. So no. So it's not mail. It's just a conversation. <laughs> I you know, and it's interesting because one of the classes I'm teaching at Winter Fire is about consent and I will be talking about this exact sort of thing about the different generations and how things have changed. Is that the for the better? Is that the first one that you're doing or is no, that the second? Same?
1: Good, I get to come to that yeah, one. Yeah, that was I'm one. actually really mad that we have one. No, you that's... get to come no, that's one you can't
0: come to. Really? Yeah. Is that, so? The first oh. one I the, I'm teaching one on Friday, Damn. and you can come to that. The second one is on Saturday when you teach that's first. the same one that okay yeah that's right. the one and that then i don't teach on sunday and you do teach on i don't sunday. suppose
1: we can get that switched
0: yeah no probably I don't not
1: it. at this point no yeah.
0: well especially if you say i reason i want to switch is so i can go heckle rara and her." i'm not
1: heckling i am participating <laughs> yeah. i will be agreeing okay, to you
0: heckling is the participation yes
1: peanut gallery <laughs> what would you do without me as your peanut gallery i oh, don't know how you're i don't know survive.
0: let me find out <laughs>
1: no i'm actually I'm actually really sad about that one because I did want to go to that class. Yeah I've
0: had some great conversations. You're my millennial expert, and Lulu is my my gen Z expert and again, I'm going to say this as many times as I can just because I was raised a certain way doesn't mean my way's better no and I'm I glad really you, I'm truly realize that I really truly believe that <laughs> in some areas, bitch, not all of them <laughs> in some areas we are much we we've grown and evolved and have learned and do things better and I think consent is one of those areas. You know,
1: I'm a millennial. This is hard for me to wrap my head around because this is not. I mean, I've spent the last forty years thinking this forty. I already called myself forty. God damn it! <laughs> Somewhere in the vicinity, give or take more like take so close. a few
0: years. God, so, stop. Close. Stop. so close. Really, Really? Don't. Oh my God, I am. Less than three years from a fucking ass goddamn milestone fucking ass birthday. Anyway, yes, continue. Hi, thanks. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah, forty I sounds was... so young to me. Oh, 40. I feel like I'm old as dirt. My mother called it the F word.
1: 40. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's
0: the five letter F word. For an entire year, we could never use, say the word 40. I'm gonna My be... mother was turning. Fuh, 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 fuh. I'm going to be 39 and a half for a while. Like, Look, the, I use myself as an example all the time for people. I am like, if I were one year older, I would be a boomer. And if I can do it, there's no excuse. Right. I've gotten into the habit of saying they when I don't know. And, yep, all the time. And if you want to correct me, that's fine. Um, I find it a little easier when you're not in front of me. Because being the incredibly visual person that I am, if you present a certain way, my brain just goes there. And that's the... That's the part that I'm trying to fix next. Yeah. It's not to make assumptions when I'm staring at you. We have to retrain. It's difficult. It's difficult. When you've had this
1: many years of of this much of a habit, it's difficult. Yeah. But the difference is we're trying and we are correcting. I said it to a person the other day. I don't know. Maybe a month ago. The other day is a month ago to me. Yeah, I'm really good at this time thing. (laughs) I was looking at this person and I said, I said, woman. And then I immediately wanted to smack myself in the face because I know this person is non-binary. I know it. I've had plenty of conversations and I went, I mean,
0: dude. And then I was like, is that correct? All right. In fairness, though, I am of the generation that dude is gender neutral. Is a gender neutral term. (laughs) Me too. So is guys. Guys is also gender neutral. Guys is also a gender neutral term. But like...
1: Then they, you know, I apologize profusely later. I came up to them later and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I saw them in the hallway and I was like, I am so sorry. I can't believe that came out of my mouth. And they were like, you know what? It's not a problem because you immediately realized it and corrected yourself. And, you know, I know you, we, you know, you have never had problems. We've had conversations. You're fine. It's the people that don't correct themselves. Right. And are like, no, no, you're a whatever. Yeah. And that's when they have a problem. And I was like, oh, thank God. I was embarrassed as hell. And we've got way off topic. Yeah, we have. Okay, right. go, to, well, go to the next this one. this kind of works
0: out really well. So believe it or not, brat play a lot of time falls under CNC. and c And this gets iffy because we talk a lot about the fact that bratting requires consent, right? And I'm sticking to that story. Bratting requires consent. But now that you've gotten consent to brat, here's what's happening – I'll I'll use myself as the brat. I don't know why.
1: Maybe. Just kinda comes to just, mind. Just kinda come, really yeah. easily. I
0: think I could easily do this role. <laughs> um, you tell me to do something and I'm like, no. And then you make me, or I'll tell you make me. Like that is all CNC. Yep. Right? You know, the brat the brat tamer may be like stop being difficult or cut it out right now, or boy, are you really going to get it. And what's basically A lighthearted battle of wills. Well, depending on the brat, I don't know how lighthearted
1: it can be. But yeah, generally speaking. (laughs) I like to think mine's usually lighthearted. Yours,
0: yes, but I've seen some where it's not. Well, they're probably also bratting without consent, Mm. is my guess in those instances. I'm not sure. But yeah, so even that would fall under C&C. Another one, punishments. Don't you hate that word? I personally hate the word punishment. Because my feeling is, is if you're looking for, for spankings, just fucking ask for it. But acting out to get it, I, it's not for me. I right. don't like it. But I know for some people, that's, that's their shtick with their, with their, in their dynamic with their dominant. Where And a lot of people will consider that part of the whole brat play. That's not how I brat. Right. That's not my choice. But again, bratting is also a spectrum. So that's one way to brat. My way to brat is be more is more likely to say stuff like, you know, if you're tired, we can stop. (laughs) Poor John. (laughs) Or are are we done with the warm up yet? Because like I'm ready. (laughs) Oh, shit. Have you said that to him? No, I'm going to save that. Don't tell him that partner. Leave some things for fun surprises. (laughs) Right. But yeah, so punishment. So you act out. And your dominant is like, that's it. You broke the rule. We have to punish you. And you're like, no, no, don't, don't. And they're ignoring that. Like, right?
1: That's. Well, clearly that one. No, don't do that. (laughs) I don't want you to do that to me is like clearly. Right. But again, the point is you said the word no. Yeah, that's true. And it's
0: been ignored. Uh, Yeah, I know. I just like saying that, you know. Like, you know, things like when when I turn to my partner and I'm like, ouch. (laughs) And they ignore that and hit me again. They're like, oh, good. Here,
1: have some more. And I'll be like, oh, "Oh, you know what you should do to John? What? Turn around and go,
0: please, sir, I want some more. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. And then he'll take out the rabbit for no fun will be had. Because he'll get mad at you for bratting when he's in the dom zone. Oh, my God. You know, it, it's extra fun because John gets so serious. I know, and I don't do oh, serious.
1: Oh, 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 and the next thing, turn around and go, why so serious? <laughs> you should just have
0: like a list of movie lines to a shoot button. at him. I, oh, I wonder if I could sneak my phone. That was easy. And just press.
1: You, you th- need the, the, the that was easy, easy button, button. <laughs> and just hide it under the. We'll, we'll sneak it under the bench, under the pads, while he's like not looking and setting up. And I'm usually right next to it, so I can just sneak it on in there. <laughs> oh and then God, suddenly, suddenly,
0: that was easy. Okay, don't tell him. <laughs> if you know John, don't give it away. We might be we doing an accidental C&C brat scene. <laughs> and John's the one who's the C&C. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, it's a secret. Secret,
1: secret, secret. Oh, okay. if you have any other lines for Rara to like, say during this we've got two so far plus an easy button <laughs> um send her some some lines to
0: say I'm in such trouble oh god you're gonna get beat so, so much bad. no you won't that's gonna be the problem but it's oh, okay that's It'll be true worth it.
1: oh my god what if he just like starts petting you and like patting you and yeah y'all are gonna brat each other to, into
0: smithereens
1: I know it's going to be great. I'm going to watch it. the shit out of this. It's going to be
0: great. <laughs> All right. So we talked uh, briefly about this, but we'll we'll talk a little bit more. And it's the whole chastity and orgasm control falling under C&C, right? You know, we talked about um, forced orgasms where, you know, I'm too sensitive. Stop. I can't come again. And they're like, uh, yeah, you can. And no, I'm not stopping. And yeah, you're going to. Ha ha. <laughs> right? That is definitely C&C. But even when you talk about like with chastity and they're going, please let me come. Please, I need an orgasm. And I want an orgasm. And they're telling you, no, you're not having one. Definitely part That's of it. That's C&C. Because you agreed to not have an
1: orgasm. You agreed to the chastity. Mm-hmm. So there's the consensual.
0: And then the non-consent part is I want this. Well, you're not going to get it. Uh, so not everything about, in kink is about sex. Do I need to say that again? Have I made that clear? Well, are you still standing on the soapbox or I haven't we bring it down back? I haven't oh, gotten you've been down because I like time? seeing this view ah. from up here. Of What? The wall? No, but t- okay. You don't appreciate this, but all my short people understand. Sometimes when we're standing on step stools to reach something, we'll just stop for a minute and look around and go, so that's what the view is like <laughs> when you're this tall. <laughs> Because so it's have to a do? whole different view. Do I have to squat down to understand yeah. you? But it, it's just not the same as when you're, when you're short and you're standing on something. I'm a full solid eight inches taller than you. You're a oh, penis shit. taller than me? I'm a full penis taller than you. A big
1: penis. Big penis. Wow. I like that. I like that as a form of measurement. I saw,
0: um, I, was <laughs> it in a book I read or TikTok? I saw something. A unit of measurement. Yeah. It, it was a unit of measurement. A penis? Yeah. So what it, what is a normal average? Normal average penis size is only five inches. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of guys who think that they're 10 inches are really not.
1: No. That's because they measure
0: incorrectly. Yeah. You don't measure from or the ball Or they've never sack. measured and they just. You don't measure from the ball sack. Yeah. Let me just say. But yeah. So anyway, sometimes CNC can be used as a tool for long-term goal setting or self-improvement. So we talked about like going to the gym, right? You're supposed to go to the gym three times every week. And you've agreed that if you don't go, these are your punishments. This is what will happen to you. And again, negotiated, right? All preset. And now it's time to go to the gym and you go, I'm not going. No. And, then and now you yeah. get punished for it because that was what was negotiated. That is technically still C&C because you've said no. And you get punished for your no. Which is agreed to in, the, in prior.
1: So yeah. Or you're forced to go anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is one that you have. Yep. And that is cuck holding. Oh, yeah. And the person who is watching the other people, that's the C&C person. And like we've said many times in this podcast, this is
1: one that I've actually acted on with, with Daddy Jay. Ra- I've done it with Rara. Ra-Ra. I've done it with our friend Highland Tiger. Um, we were planning on doing it with our friend T, but that just hasn't happened yet. So, like, this is this is a good one for me. Um, and, again, it's I have consented to watch my partner do something outside of our normal relationship. Um, what would you call it? Rules? Boundaries. Parameters? Bo- boundaries? All the above. Yeah. And I haven't safe worded on one of these
0: because it just kind of ends naturally when it's over, you know. But you've also been very controlling, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but very controlling in you set the scene up. It's yep. not a lot of times what would happen, and what typically would happen more is in a cuckolding scene, the partner who was watching was not involved in the setup. Yeah.
1: No, that would bug me. I do
0: have to have some
1: form of like, I know, well, like I have, have to have know to it's the going partner, to happen. And you have, have to prove the, the partner. Um, You know, it'd be really cool. What? Being kidnapped and forced to sit in the corner while a cuckolding scene is happening. That's that's killing a few birds with one stone
0: right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've also participated ooh, ooh. in. Hold on. Huh? I can kill one extra. Yes. You're forced to watch as daddy breeds somebody <gasps> else. Oh, that would knock him for a loop, too. Yeah. Oh, my.
1: How many kinks can we get? In and then one a scene? vibrator attached to me at the same time
0: but you can't come. That would or, not that or wouldn't happen. It, that wouldn't be able to. All right,
1: hold then, that then we'll make back. it will make forced orgasms. Yeah. Oh shit. That's I'm like kind of wiggly right I now. I'm I like watching this you wiggle. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> or
0: throw another one in there. Yeah. A sissified sleeve is is holding the Ooh, vibrator. Yeah. Because sissification is part of the CNC. Yep. As Dar and I both talked about, we've both we've both met male submissives. Who want to be, and this is the word they use, forced yep. to dress as a woman. I've had two.
1: those have, Two of my submissives have been that. Actually, a couple more than that, but it wasn't like a regular partner thing. These two were regular partners, and I used to do this to them all the time. And the one, the same one that had the penis-sucking fetish mm-hmm. or fantasy, yeah. being forced to suck, he was the one that I put in my uh, lace panties and would walk him around on a leash.
0: Yeah. That was what he wanted. So I love this again. I love this one. Another one is humiliation, specifically like small penis humiliation, because you're saying mean and terrible, rotten things about them and their tiny penis. And they're probably telling you at some point, please stop. Don't say that. Yeah, that's mean. Don't say that about me. Right? I'm I'm huge. And you're ignoring all of that and still talking about their small penis. I've had baby carrots bigger than you. Damn, girl. That's mean. <laughs> Good, but mean. Right? <laughs> wow. I like that one. Um, the la- One of the last things I want to talk about is, as far as types of CNC is a relatively new term, for me anyway, and that's free use. I have seen that come up a lot more recently. I, I've seen that. Not even necessarily people put it within BDSM, but free use is basically where one partner agrees That they can be fucked at any time, any place, and they're not allowed to say no. Yeah, that's not a thing for me. Right? But I've seen people who have tried it. I I do know a couple people who have tried it. Uh, Listen, we had a friend who had to take medicine at night to sleep, right? Mm -hmm. And she, in her dynamic with her dom, gave him permission to fuck her. Even though she basically was is, comatose, was out of it because the sleep—it's it, sleep medication. It was making her, you know, think of like sedative, right? Mm-hmm. So she was out, but there was permission given. Uh, so this and that kind of goes into the next step where we talk about um, the fact that CNC is not something to be played with lightly. No. This needs to be done with people who are very comfortable with each other and know each other extremely well. Somebody that you have played with more than just a few times, because even if you get to a point where you don't use your safe word for whatever reason, they need to be able to recognize the signs that you're at the end. I mean, I, I know a friend, she and her husband, she doesn't use a safe word. Now this is a long, long, long term married couple, right? But it's never been a problem because her husband knows her so well that he recognizes the physical symptoms when she's at the end and he stops. Yeah, that's exactly what my okay, okay, okay is. So, while yes, there will be people who say we don't use safe words, or that uh, one I've heard up, my submissive has given up their safe words, that is not an automatic red flag. Oh my God, they're fake oh my God, they're abusive, right? You need to look into it. If they are a long, long long-term couple who know each other really, really well and he recognizes or she recognizes or they recognize all the um, signs and signals that their partner can give. Well, in that case, would those signs and signals be the safe word? Well, this gets into, listen, I've heard people will say the word no isn't even a safe word. It can be. That a safe word has to, in their mind, no is plain language, which is different than a safe word, which is a specific word designed to designed stop to the, stop scene. the yeah. scene. So that that's that's a whole semantics issue, whether or not plain language would or would not be considered a safe word. And, Didn't and we do like a whole thing on that? We did. Uh, I'm a i am personally call them safe words, okay, because they're designed to be used to keep you safe. They're words that are designed to be used to keep you safe. So for me, it is a safe word, but for some people, they don't. But I, I just want to get back to the fact that if you are new to this lifestyle or you're in a new dynamic, CNC, giving up safe words, not for you. And if you have a dominant who says to you, well, real submissives or real slaves don't use their safe words, run away. If, if they start to say, well, this is, this is how I do c and Great, you do it your way. I'm going to do it with somebody else. I'm not doing it with you. The other thing too is some people give what they call, they have a dynamic where they have given blanket consent. You can do what you want, when you want, and how you want it. And again, that is not for newbies. That is for long-term established partners who know each other very, very well. But here's a very important step. Blanket consent does not permit violating hard limits. Never ever. Hard limits are forever at that moment, right? If that's my hard limit, you can't decide. My blanket consent undoes it. Now sometime later you might say, okay, I'm ready to give up this one hard limit, but all the rest have to stay. That's not what they're there for. And this is this all of this information is by no means an exhaustive list. There is other ways that you could get C and C interwoven into different parts of your play, be it a scene itself, be it a dynamic. This is just to get you thinking, and maybe come up with some ideas. I mean, Rara and I were listing off combo fetish ideas this entire episode. But again, the important thing, and this is what I want you to take away, and this is the word that I want you to spread. C C does not equal rape play
1: Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be featured in an episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com
0: to contact us. Follow us on social media. on Twitter instagram and fat life we are pink kink podcast and on tiktok we are pink kink podcast 2.0 join our facebook group pink kink podcast and hang out with other pink kinksters if you love what we do and are able
1: to help support us we are on patreon just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast you can also help support our affiliates
0: which benefits small businesses and pink kink Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New
1: episodes come out every Friday. Until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.